Hi, I'm Randy Overbeck, author of the award-winning series, The Haunted Shores Mysteries, and I'd like to welcome you once again to great stories about great storytellers, where you learn the surprising backstories of some of the world's most famous authors, poets, and directors. In earlier episodes, I shared the amazing way national best-selling author John Grisham got his big break, or how Walt Disney almost lost it all before he made it big. Or how Tom Clancy went from mild-mannered insurance agent to the most successful thriller writer of the 20th century. This episode features the most famous mystery writer of all time, Dame Agatha, Agatha Christie. It's hard to find superlatives grand enough to describe the success of this remarkable storyteller. Her fame rests largely on 70 novels and 15 short story collections, which together have sold over 2 billion copies. That's right, I said 2 billion. In fact, only the Bible and William Shakespeare can claim greater numbers than the Queen of Mystery. Her characters, Hercule Perrault and Miss Marble, are two of the most recognized names in mystery fiction worldwide. And as if this weren't enough, Christie also wrote two autobiographies, romance novels, under a pseudonym, of course, poetry, and plays. One of her plays, Mousetrap, opened in the West End Theater in 1952 and is still playing to audiences today, 70 years later, approaching 28,000 performances. Talk about staying power. Her titles, and then there were none, and Murder on the Orient Express are some of the most recognized murder mysteries ever published. Not surprisingly, Agatha Christie's life... 1890 to 1976 was almost as interesting as her fiction. As you might expect, she was a voracious reader as a youth, even teaching herself to read by age four. She received her schooling at home from her parents and sister, where she learned reading, writing, arithmetic, and music, mastering both the piano and the mandolin. Believe it or not, she loved math most. Her reading intensified during her teenage years, and she consumed works by Lewis Carroll, Charles Dickens, Alexander Dumas, and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. But like other women of her time, Agatha also participated in a full range of social activities, dancing, house parties, riding, hunting, and even roller skating. She had a few romantic relationships, but at 22, fell in love with a young royal artillery officer by the name of Archibald Christie. With the start of World War I, he went off to fight in Europe, and they had to marry when he was on leave, Christmas 1914. With her husband away, Agatha joined the war effort as a member of the Voluntary Aid Detachment for the Red Cross. Her work there over the next four years included work as an apothecary assistant at the hospital, training which would prove invaluable in teaching Agatha about drugs and poisons. As a young adult, Agatha aspired to be a writer, submitting several short stories and novels to publishers and magazines, but all were rejected. During the war years, she wrote her first successful manuscript, The Mysterious Affairs at Styles, introducing Hercule Poirot. Like most emerging writers, this manuscript was also rejected by the first few houses and was only accepted 
when she agreed to make certain changes. Altogether, it took her four years to get from submission to publishing in 1920. Sound familiar, authors? She continued to write even as things got dicey in her personal life. By the time she got her second book published, The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, six years later, she had to deal with her mother's death and her, and her husband's infidelity. Life became fairly bleak for the young woman, and at this time, but more about that later. Looking for a change and probably inspiration, she left England and took the Orient Express to Istanbul and Iraq, where she became friends with archaeologist Max Woolley and his wife. Their work fascinated Agatha, and when invited, she returned to a dig two years later. There, she met a younger archaeologist, Max Malawan, and she fell in love with Max and his work. In fact, she spent many years of her life accompanying him to exhibitions, all the while gathering valuable information and experience for her fiction. But she and both she and her husband are recognized today for making significant contributions to the field of archaeology. One particular anecdote perhaps illustrates the power of her writing. In 1944, Agatha Christie was even investigated as a spy during World War II by British intelligence. Her novel, N or M, a spy thriller about the hunt for deadly fifth columnists in wartime England, was released that year. The novel featured a character she named Major Bletchley. British intelligence was afraid Christie had a spy inside Britain's secret code-breaking organization, which they called Bletchley Park. The agency's fears were allayed when Christie told her friend, the code-breaker Dilly Knox, I was stuck there on my way by train from Oxford to London and took revenge by giving the name to one of my least lovable characters. The list of awards and honors for for Agatha Christie is quite extensive. She has long been recognized as the Queen of Mystery and the Queen of Murder. She was named Commander of the Order of the British Empire and a Dane Commander of the same order. In 1955, she won the Edgar Award for the Best Play and was named Edgar Grandmaster by the Mystery Writers of America the same year. In 2000, she was awarded the Anthony Award for the Best Series of the Century, and in the same year was named the Best Writer of the Century. Yes, Agatha Christie was quite an individual. She was a world traveler, earned her chops as an archaeologist, could surf with the best of them, was a true lover of Egypt, spun some of the best mysteries ever written, and became the greatest selling novelist of all time. But one of the most intriguing mysteries is about Agatha Christie herself. In a minute, I'll share this bizarre story right after a word from this episode's sponsor, Literary Titan. Literary Titan is an organization of professional writers, editors, and professors who have a passion for the written word. Literary Writing reviews fiction and nonfiction, 
in many different genres, as well as conducts authors' interviews and recognizes talented authors with their monthly Literary Book Award. Submit your book for review today at Literary Titan. On a personal note, I'm particularly indebted to Literary Titan as they recognize all three entries in my Haunted Shore Mysteries with their coveted Gold Award. Thanks. Now, back to Agatha Christie's real-life mystery. As I mentioned, in 1926, Christie had published her second novel, The Murder of Roger Ackward, and was collecting a real following. Certainly nothing like the huge fame that would come later, but her fan base was definitely growing. Well, also that year, her first husband confessed he was having an affair and he wanted a divorce. Christie was traumatized by the news and disappeared. I mean, really disappeared. No one, friends, family, agent, no one had any idea what had happened to her. The police got involved. They headed up a manhunt and searched. They found her car parked and abandoned, not very far from her home, but no sign of young Agatha Christie. Now, in 1926, there was no internet or social media, but newspapers took up the story and splashed it across the headlines in both England and America. Young author missing. For 10 days, nothing. Then, on on December 14th, They found her at a hotel in a town called Harrogate, some 184 miles away from her home, under the name of Mrs. Steele, which just happens to be the surname of her husband's lover. Christy claimed to have no memory of how she got there or where she'd been all this time. She never spoke or wrote about the 10 missing days, not even in her two autobiographies. Some argue she went into a fugue state, while the more cynical called it a publicity stunt. Talk about a great story and mystery never solved. Those of us who write mystery owe much to the great masters like Agatha Christie, and though I am clearly not in her league, I try to do her proud with each whodunit I pen. That's why I'm so thrilled the novel's in my Haunted Shore Mysteries, have won Mystery of the Year awards from Reader's View. I'd like to think Christy might be proud as well. You can check out any of my award-winning novels at my website, www.authorrandyoverbeck.com. You can also listen to any of the earlier episodes of Great Stories About Great Storytellers there as well. Speaking of which, do you have a favorite author, poet, or director you'd like to see featured with their own backstory? Drop me a line and let me know and I'll see what I can do. Oh, and you're not going to want to miss the next podcast episode about the incredible director, Steven Spielberg. Until next time, keep reading those great stories and I hope at least one of them is mine. Thanks. Thanks.